Welcome to the There's a Hack for That podcast. My name is Lauren Germanario, and I am a business and mindset coach. And my name is Erica Weiner, and I'm a holistic health and mindset coach. We live in a day and age where you can literally learn anything you want online. In books, from podcasts, and from all those mighty influencers you follow on social media. But talk about information overload. Am I right? Yep, and that's why we've decided to bring you all the life hacks you never knew you needed all in one spot. You're welcome. These conversations will inspire you to get in the driver's seat of your own life, optimize your health, upgrade your mindset, and get out of your own way. Have you been dreaming about starting or growing your own business? I've got a ton of hacks for that. Do you dream about being confident and creating the life of your dreams? I've got some hacks for that. Need to know how to hack anything else in your life? Our awesome guests have got you covered. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to There's a Hack for That. This is Lauren. I'm flying solo today for an episode about marketing mindset hacks and habits for a new year. We are so, so, so very close to the end of 2020 which has proven to be one of the most challenging years, certainly in my life, both as a human on this earth and as a business owner. I know so many of you, whether you are business owners or not, have faced incredible challenges this year, but I also hope that you have found some really amazing clarity and growth and opportunity, prosperity, um, an understanding of what's really important to you, maybe. We had the opportunity to leave a ton of stuff behind in 2020, keep what's working for us, and shed what is not. There are so many ways that we can be moving into a new year with new focus and some new tools to help us be the most successful we potentially has ever been as we move out of the awakening that has been 2020. I am sharing today three mindset hacks and three habits that I think we should all adopt as we move into 2021 as business owners. I want to remind you, if you have not yet had an opportunity to listen to episode nine, which was my last solo, we talked about how to pivot your business when things go sideways. This episode, today's episode, is really a continuation of that conversation. In that episode, I gave you some hacks on what you might try and focus on to pivot when things aren't working the way that they used to whether that's because of 2020, the pandemic, whatever kind of effect it had on your business, or whether it's just time for your business to grow and change. So episode nine was really the strategy. And today's episode are some hacks and habits to help you implement and grow your strategy. So whether you adopt or try some of the things that are in episode nine, or you already have a growth strategy in mind that you're moving into the new year with, today's hacks and habits might be able to help you focus and keep some things in mind that you didn't think about. If you haven't had a chance to listen to episode nine, don't fret. You can still enjoy and learn from today's episode, but I really encourage you if you're thinking, I don't have a strategy um, to pivot my business, to go into the new year with a fresh perspective and focus, 
make sure when you're done listening to today's episode that you go back to episode nine and take a listen to that strategy episode. So to get started, we are going to start with our hacks. So assuming that you have some kind of strategy in mind on how you want to market yourself and grow your business going into the new year, um, the first hack is going to talk about how you measure time. So I would like to suggest hack number one is to shorten the time frame of your focus. I like to use three-month chunks of time, whether you're using traditional financial or fiscal quarters, like January through March would be quarter one, April through June is quarter two, etc. You can focus it on that way, or you can use three-month periods of time that coincide with however your industry or market or consumer cycle is. So some people might have products or services that are really focused on the holidays, for example. This is a December episode. So maybe November through January are your peak time of year. Maybe you have um, a product or service that it really peaks in the summer and your three-month period maybe should be um, May, June, and July. Whatever works for you. Pick three-month chunks of time. It's a lot easier for our brains to focus on that three months, and it's a lot easier to measure when you're thinking in three-month periods, so 90-day cycles. And that way, when you are creating a benchmark, which is what is built into this shortened time frame, you have tangible, smaller chunks and tangible, smaller goals within your big goal to celebrate along the way. So a benchmark is kind of like a trigger point. You have your larger goal um, for the year, for the quarter, however you're measuring your success, and you take that goal and reverse engineer it down to these three-month periods and give yourself benchmarks to mark your success along the way. Maybe your big goal is to make $10,000 a month. That's mine. I'll share mine. We'll just go we'll just get personal here for a second. So my goal in my coaching business is to make $10,000 a month in revenue from coaching, just coaching. I know that I have a number of tasks that I need to do in order to get to that goal. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how long it will take me, but I know that that is my ultimate goal. So I'm reverse engineering that in three-month periods of time and making benchmarks like I know I need to have a well-made professional website. So I will do all the things, all the tasks it takes to have that website. When that website is up and launched, that is a benchmark. I get to say, hooray, I completed this very important task towards my goal. And I'm going to make sure and try to make that happen within a three-month time frame. Another example is I know I need to get my email list started So when I'm ready to launch my online resources, I have an audience for it and a means to get it out to the people that I know are interested. Well, it's really more beneficial to have my website done before or as my email list is being launched so that I can have the clients, so that I can create the resources, so that, so that, so that, on and on and on, benchmark, check, benchmark, check. I can eventually have my $10,000 month. So these 
benchmarks help unlock the small successes that are absolutely required to get you to your really big goals. So that is hack number one, is to shorten your time frame and add benchmarks to that time frame. The second hack for your marketing mindset going into the new year is to compare yourself to other people doing similar things that you're doing. I know you're like, wait, what is she saying? But stick with me. We're going to, instead of comparing to think about the things that we aren't getting, we don't have, we haven't achieved yet, comparison is often the first step in self-sabotage, but I would like you to reclaim comparison and use it as a tool. I want you to compare with curiosity. This is a big one and was a huge shift for me. I learned this idea from Brendan Bouchard in his September September 1st call. He does a one hour or so live with a topic at the beginning of every month, and this was from his September call, and I've implemented it since then, and it has changed everything about how I'm utilizing social media as a tool. So comparison with curiosity is when you seek out other people who are doing what you do or are doing similar things to what you do and have reached goals or benchmarks that you're working on. And the comparison with curiosity is to identify these people and be inspired by them instead of feeling like you have lack. Take a look at these people and think, how did they do it? What are they doing? What did they try that I haven't tried yet that might get me closer to my goal, that might help me unlock one of my benchmarks? So I'll use my personal example again. My beautiful co-host, you all know Erica, she is launching her very first group program in January. It's a detox program and it's like a multiple week thing and I think she talked about it in last week's episode. Um, So if you're curious about it, I'm doing a terrible job promoting it for her, but make sure to go check it out on her profile. But I've watched her develop this and develop her business and work her way and learn her way towards her ability to launch this really cool, important benchmark for the success of her company. And as I'm watching her do it, I'm not thinking, oh, I really need to get on it. I need to get my stuff together. I need to get a website. I need to do a email list. I need to be better in my stories. I need to blah, 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 blah. Comparison, comparison, comparison. But when I step back and think, okay, she did it in this order. She worked with these coaches. She read these books. Have I done those things? Have I tried them for myself? And the reality is I haven't. But you know what I did do? I took the step and hired my first coach. And she actually inspired that. And I was actually inspired by her success instead of threatened by it. And threatened might feel like a really like big aggressive word, but that's really what it is. Um, When we're feeling threatened by someone's success, we're scared. It's triggering some kind of um, sense of lack um, in our own selves and our own psyches. So come, come with me and change your perspective of comparison. Seek out people who are doing things that are similar to you and be inspired and maybe even consider reaching out to them pick their brain. I love talking about what I do. If someone was interested in business coaching or mindset coaching, I would absolutely have a conversation with them and share as much as I can. Like this is 
um, a community experience. Ultimately, like I learn just as much from my clients as they may learn from me. So hack number two is compare with curiosity. Use comparison as a tool to show you the things that you might want to try to get closer to your goal, to achieve those benchmarks and celebrate the small successes. The third hack that is our mindset hack for marketing in a new year is to release from the outcome. This one is really hard for us as humans. We love having expectations and we also love having expectations that are not rooted in how the world really works. Um, unrealistic expectations, if you will. So as you are shortening your time frame, creating these benchmarks, and using comparison as inspiration in staying curious about the process of how you could achieve your goals, if you release from the outcome um, of expectation of how long it might take you, what it might look like, who might be involved, Um, how much money it will take you to get there or how much you might make. If you can release from those outcomes, your mind will be blown at how much better your goal will feel when you hit it or even how much better the journey will feel as you move towards your goals. Those benchmarks might open up an entirely new idea for you once you reach them. Um, You might learn new skills along the way as you're achieving your benchmarks that actually help you shift your goal and put it in more focus. You might meet one person at one networking event or one person on a virtual Zoom call that totally changes the trajectory of your business, that gives you a new idea that helps you focus more clearly on your passion and your purpose. So release from the outcome of what getting to your big goal looks like. So those are our three mindset hacks for executing your your growth strategy. Now, I want to talk about habits. Hacks are things you can try. Hacks are just like the inspiration you might find from an influencer you find on the internet that you follow on social media. But habits are rooted in the idea that you have to have support You have to have a baseline. You have to have a really stable foundation for your goals and for your business and for yourself. When life comes at you from all angles and you just are trying to survive, these habits are the things that you get to fall back and rely on to make sure that it doesn't all fall apart. Um, We can hit burnout so easily these days, especially this year. I feel like I've hit burnout so much more frequently than normal, but I always have habits to fall back on, to rely on, to know that that's my baseline to help me reset and get back to business instead of having to start all the way over after burnout. These habits will help you get back to business faster and with more motivation and focus than before. So my first habit that I love to share, and I swear if you know me, I have said more than once that I should get this word tattooed on my forehead course I won't do that, but the concept is consistency. This is the habit that can make or break your business, especially for online businesses that rely on social media, primarily for their marketing, for their communication with their customers. Consistency is everything. Consistency is doing activities, 
ideally revenue-producing activities that move you towards your benchmarks and goals. It's not doing the same thing over and over, because the same thing over and over may not actually work. So if you're looking at your 90-day timeframes and you've been trying something new for 90 days consistently, you get the opportunity to say, is this working? Is this getting me closer to my goals or is it not? If it is, stop doing it. Choose something else to try that will that is getting you, you know, closer to the result you're working towards and do that consistently for the 90-day period. Give yourself that trial period so you can try it, execute it, analyze it, and decide if you're going to keep it or not. So consistency in that regard is a habit that will always serve you moving forward. The second habit is considering your customer's point of view. And this is something that I think a lot of online entrepreneurs, especially, again, those of us that rely on social media um, or anybody who's in the influencer marketing realm, uh, we get really stuck on us being the center of our universe, that it's about us and it's about our codes and it's about what we're showing and what we're putting out there. But really, we need to always include the perspective of how are people going to see this? How are they viewing it? Not what do they think of me? This is not an exercise in feeling judged by anybody, but you should have a pretty good idea at this point, especially if you already have a strategy of who your ideal client is. And if you're keeping that ideal client or customer in mind, when you are creating and executing your content or your marketing with consistency, it's important to think how would my ideal customer engage with this? What would this make them feel? How do I want them to feel? Because it's marketing after all, right? If you're having trouble connecting with what your ideal customer would feel, look around into your friends group. Find somebody that you trust that fits your ideal customer and ask them. Be like, hey, can I send you this marketing campaign. I just want your feedback. Like, how does it make you feel? Do some market research. It doesn't always have to be in the moment marketing like social media makes us feel like it should. Um, Make some slides in advance and send it to your friends. Send it to your mom. Send it to somebody that you trust. Um, Ideally, they would be have some characteristics of your um, ideal customer or your target audience. But just get some feedback if you're unsure, but always keep in mind your customer's perspective, your customer's point of view, how you want your ideal client to feel and view and take action on what you are putting out there. The third habit that I preach and preach and preach on is you've got to check in with your numbers. You have to know where you're at with your revenue, with your customers, with how your content is performing, what's working, what's not. If you're not regularly, whether it's monthly or quarterly, every three months, every 90 days, checking in with your numbers and how things are performing, the analytics, the statistics, the data. um, I know numbers kind of scare a lot of people, but that's the only really tangible, measurable thing we've got, right, is our numbers. So whether it's revenue Um, email conversion, whatever it is for your business, check in with your numbers. I normally would say you can really see growth if you look at maybe 
first quarter of 2020 against first quarter of 19 or first quarter of 2018 and compare periods of time to other years or periods of time um, to other promotions, I think 2020 kind of broke the mold on that, if I'm being honest. So maybe it's a reset. We start comparing everything to 2020 so you can really see your growth. But if you don't know your numbers, it's really hard to visualize the growth of your business. If you need some help understanding what your numbers are, I'd love to have that conversation with you. It's a really important thing for business owners to know their numbers, understand how to measure your business's success. These are my three mindset hacks and three habits for getting yourself closer to your ultimate big, big goals um, for the new year. I hope this has been helpful. I hope it has inspired you to reach a little further towards the success that I know you are capable of, even after a year like this. Remember to celebrate the small wins, um, engage with people who inspire you, and let your guard down a little bit. Let's unattach. Let's detach from the outcome. Let's lower our expectations, if you will. (laughs) Or maybe just let them go altogether and just really sit in the journey and wonder of how this is all going down for you. Because there's definitely growth at every corner if you're willing to look for it. I hope that you will check out episode 9 if you don't have a strategy in mind. And if that's not enough either, please reach out to me. You can follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Lauren Germanario. If you want to have a one-on-one call, you can actually schedule a problem-solving call with me through the link in my bio. Or if you want even more, maybe we're a good fit for some one-on-one coaching. You can also schedule a discovery call through the link in my bio on Instagram. Please rate and review this episode. If it spoke to you, I'd love to see your review. Make sure to follow Erica at Erica Allison Wellness. And of course, follow the podcast on Instagram. There's a hack for that. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers to all of you for making it through an absolutely wild ride of a year. I was right there with you the whole time. I look forward to sharing more hacks for business in 2021. Cheers and happy new year. Stay curious. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.